Welcome to Heart Warriors Radio with your hosts, Mr. Jeff Casper and Miss Yona Brindis and me, Ryan McCormick. You learn more about Heart Warriors Radio by going to our website at outerlimitsradio.com. And you can also go to learn more about Jeff and Yona by going to transcodes.com. Oh, and we have a special guest host today. Joining us now is Mr. Deepak Chopra. Oh, I'm very, very happy to be here. Better, better, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. He's not with us. That's just me. <laughs> Doing an impression of Deepak Chopra. Jeff and Yona, how are you? Good. Welcome. Good. Welcome. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> today, <laughs> uh, talk about should you get a tattoo? Should you get a marking on your body? Is there anything significant about it? Metaphysically speaking, I'll start with you, Ms. Yona, is if you get a tattoo... And it is a beautiful symbol, or it is a symbol of a skull. What does it mean for you, metaphysically speaking? How does that change, or does it have any impact on your energy? The symbol itself has an impact on your energy. Um, as energy healers, we normally don't recommend people to get tattoos regardless of the symbol. So there's a lot of positive work that one can do with uh, symbols that are coming in. For us, those are codes. You know, as energy healers, we work with the energy codes of a person. And uh, a lot of uh, this uh, sort of holographic information that is stored in a person can be put in a symbol. So there are uh, there's a power in symbols, but that's also the problem with tattoos. So as soon as you mark yourself with a symbol, regardless of how you understand it, okay, there is um, something that um, I would call like a soul contract with it, all right? It locks you into something. And um, it's uh, very difficult for people to get rid of things that they have tattooed onto them, onto their skin, and not in the sense of like getting rid of the tattoo, but getting rid of that energy. So a lot of times people choose tattoos for a certain reason and it's more the reason um, why they choose this tattoo that is difficult than the actual symbol, but the symbol too. So there's a difference between, you know, say um, a skull and an infinity symbol. So. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what do you think about this? Uh, you know, I, I agree with Yona that it's it, it is it's it's locking into something. And from a spiritual perspective, at some point, everything has to be let go of. And by locking onto something, and no matter if it's a loving tattoo or a demonic tattoo, it doesn't really matter. It's still locking on. And what happens is, as we change in our journey, as we try to expand, as we try to grow, our understanding of things increases. Uh, and as that happens, our compassion increases, our our awareness, our knowingness. And, and how many people know someone who's gotten a tattoo, you know, when they were a teenager or when they were 22 that seems so important and now that they're 32 or, you know, even 27 or even their 40s or 50s, it's totally different. And they don't know even why they got it. So a lot of times it's just the act of locking into something. It's a form we're fixated on. Uh, so it does have a power, um, but I agree with Yona that it's not something that I would recommend because it just locks you in too much. Uh, there's there, there's something very aesthetic or can be something yeah. very aesthetic about tattoos. And we're not talking about that and we're not talking about morals or anything like this. We're talking um, – or the, the, the comments that we've made about this are 
solely in regards to what it does to a person's mm-hmm. energy. It's a marking. It's like a branding. Mm-hmm. And that can, um, you know, like say, uh, you know, you are on a healing journey of letting something go of your past, like your family karma or, uh, you know, a, a relationship or whatever. And you got a tattoo with the awareness of uh, say this person or a certain place or event all right it's very difficult to let this fully go if there is a branding mm-hmm. on your skin yep got it and what if you have a scar say for example you have a scar from a traumatic event tremendous uh, tremendous sports industry uh, sorry sports injury does that serve the same energetic principles of a tattoo of being a reminder of a, of a negative event? That's a very good analogy, uh, except for the scar actually, you know, serves or served a, a purpose. Okay. So the, 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 the reminder of such an event of something that happened in the past through the scar tissue that forms is something that is part of us. It is part of our whole, mm-hmm. even energetically. So, uh, you know, like I happen to have a big scar on my face, um, and oh, I have a lot of scars on, uh, interestingly, the right side of my body. Mm-hmm. Not so much on the left, but all my scars are on the right side of my body. A lot of those scars have to do with the karmic aspects that I carried mm-hmm. into this lifetime. And so scars are also carriers of information from previous lifetimes, all right? There can be certain things that uh, the the, the scars, similar to the tattoos, okay? Similar to the tattoos, except for that you're not choosing to put it there, all right? So you may end up having a scar at the place where you had a tattoo the previous life, okay, if you will. So there is an amount, there is a connection there, but it's not the same. A scar is there to um, carry information that is part of you. Mm-hmm. Right, so some people say, well, like, you know, there's some negative things associated with tattoos, but maybe I want to put something on, on my body that says love because the, the I forgot who the gentleman's name was. I, I never get his name correct. He did study about water and he's was saying things, did doing studies where if you say wonderful things over water, saying I love you in peace, the in water, moto. yeah, moto forms, yeah, that's his name, moto forms these beautiful crystals. And if you're saying negative things like, yeah, yeah. you know, you have to go to that job, or you know, you got to deal with marriage and you know all this stuff, it like it forms terrible things. Well, what if you have a tattoo in your body that shows infinite love, or you know, it says peace and love? Would that not be having a beautiful uh, resonance on the water in your body wouldn't that ha- wouldn't that increase your energy resonance because you are branding yourself love you're branding yourself peace you're branding yourself something that you know says infinite love or infinite peace even if you happen to be in a bad mood no this is a very good question but it isn't you who put it there <laughs> it's somebody right. else who put it there and this brings in another aspect why tattoos are tricky because um, you know, there's a, a lot of energy that comes in through the person, the tattoo artist that puts it on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is not necessarily in your control. All right. So, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter what the tattoo symbolizes. I mean, you know, obviously you can draw things to you by 
by um, using certain symbology like we've talked about in the beginning. But for the most part, people choose symbols that are representing the consciousness level that they're at at a, at a given time. Mm -hmm. And that's something in, in, in the scope, in the bigger scope of the, the healing journey or the spiritual journey that we're on here, um, that is just a witness of the past. So we all here to transcend those things, okay? And if I want to really be present in the moment, you know, then I don't really, or I should not lock myself in. The only exceptions are scars, because those are things that that belong to me. Right, those occurred out of a process you went through. The 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 tattooing of it, um, you're also getting into showing it off to someone. There's an aspect of, there's typically not necessarily always for ourselves, they're usually for someone else, the other people to read and see. So there is sometimes a pride aspect to that as well, which immediately creates issues of that's not necessarily uh, congruent with the heart, it's not necessarily something that's high vibratory. It really depends, you know, and, and the person who has a true understanding of love or peace or joy doesn't need to put it on their body. They have it within themselves. They are that. So that's usually where I would say there's a bit of a challenge there because it, it, it's one of those things where someone earlier on their journey may do something like that, but if somebody who's fairly advanced, there'd be no need because they're all about being that anyways. Got it. What if you were to, you know, I know some people get these sun tattoos, they call them sun tattoos, or they, they mark certain parts of their body by getting a sunburn on it, even if it's something temporary. Is that something that is going to be negative because you're the one who's putting it out there and you're utilizing, you know, the elements of nature to construct a message on your body? All you are doing is basically blocking certain amounts of shade from coming in so the, the symbol will form. So if you get a, a temporary sun tattoo, is that something that could be positive or negative? You know, it's very playful, and yeah. it's but it's no different than putting makeup on or, you know, changing your appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with any of these things. I mean, you can put a tattoo on, but if you, you know, whether it's a sun tattoo or a permanent tattoo, of course, uh, you know, has to make you consider very wisely what you put on. But I think it's the general awareness that this is not just about aesthetics but that this goes beyond just you know sort of what the eye, what the eye can see you are branding yourself with something now something you know not temp you know something just temporary doesn't do this uh, in that intensity but if you are choosing a tattoo no matter what it is that you think you're putting on there there are things involved such as um, the person who puts it on you know uh, such as the place uh, where you go to have it put on um, that are uh, that can influence your energy. Mm -hmm. So all we're saying is that um, you know you, you you have the free will, of course, to do this. But uh, when you feel drawn to this, uh, and I know a lot of people who like tattoos from an aesthetic point of view. And don't get me wrong. There is something very beautiful about tattoos, you know, at the right spot and so forth. It's not that I can totally see the temptation in the, in the artistic expression. But um, if you know what it does to your energy, you become a little more careful. It's just like with foods, too. It's very similar. 
you know it's not like you're going to fall over dead if you um eat something you know that um doesn't um uh, you know doesn't comply with your with, you know with with your dietary um standards okay but you have to be aware that a tattoo is just like everything else in life that you expose yourself to or that you associate yourself with that it does have an effect on your energy so um, there's caution uh, with that and like Jeff said uh, people who have this awareness they tend not to get tattoos yeah. alright well talking about tattoos talking about the markings from your body is there anything that you can do on your body that would actually raise your resonance so some people say well I want to mark my body I want to raise my resonance that way well, what if you treat your body a little bit better what if you put oils on what if you put dragon's blood lavender oil what if you sage your body what if you take regular baths i mean well there's some things that you can do to your body that will raise your resonance all of the above are generally positive mm -hmm. anything that expresses self-love that expresses beauty yeah. and uh, and nurturing yeah you know it, but those things see i mean maybe uh, uh, you see this in the in the total radiance of a person, but those you don't do for the sake of being seen. No, you know, with, with the exception of makeup, maybe. But if you talk to women, and uh, you know, I'm such a woman myself. You know, I put makeup on, even if I'm on my own. You know, so it's not really just uh, something that is projected to the outside. When you do things for your body that are good for your body that's different yeah. you know when you drink a lot of water you you use you know high quality skincare products or make it even make it yourself you know you use herbs you use essences all these things are generally helpful in raising your vibration you know they yes. all help but they don't create a permanent mark no you know, this is a this is the difference. They add tattoos. overall nourishment or nutrient to your body or to your soul or to your energy. Yeah, it's much different, and that's that's really about health and taking care of yourself. But yeah, so all that you mentioned are great. Good, and we live in a world very toxic. Well, some people are toxic, you have toxic people, toxic environment. What can a person do to be remain vigilant in that? How do you protect your energy? in that particular way because you know if you're being bombarded with electronics and you have negative people and yet you want to have a high resonance we I mean, talked about a couple of things about doing things for your body but is there anything you could actually do to protect your spirit there's lots of things i mean many of the things that we we offer at the site we do you know where you work on yourself where you work on enhancing your vibratory energy so you learn how to resonate at a higher vibration by doing that through contemplation through introspection through meditation through various energy work processes um, you know, even studying, um, working to enhance your, your vibratory rate actually limits or lessens or completely removes the effect of some of these negative things. Again, not completely, but it does sometimes break them down or make them less effective on you. So that is one of the most important things you can do is work on your own energy, get to know yourself, let a bunch of stuff go. So the charges that you have that the ego usually shows up with or the shadow or even your karma lessens so then less clings on to you or less it gets, is, is absorbed. There are three pillars of that. One is, uh, you know, the willingness to stand in truth. 
Okay, so that has a lot to do with what Jeff just mentioned. Yeah. You know, you you, you got to know yourself, and you got to be willing to really look at your truth. But for many people, especially those on the spiritual journey who are also energetically sensitive, this often entails the question: How do I truly feel about this? Is this even mine? Right. Okay, so a lot of empaths here on this journey. Um, you know, get confused right there already because it's very difficult for them to differentiate between theirs and other people's feelings or needs. The second one is uh, the inner congruence level that we have. So, you know, while we can all have ideals and and virtues and values and, and dreams, um, you know, we also have uh, circumstances and conditions and so the more congruent we become, meaning like the more we walk the talk and the more realistic we are about the things that we can do and can't do, all right, that uh, helps to, to shield yourself because the more incongruent a person becomes, the more susceptible they become um, to influences from the outside. And then the third pillar of self-awareness is, you know, the ability to express that uh, you know, to set boundaries, to work with, um, you know, uh, conditions and uh, circumstances in a way that uh, you are able to make corrections. You know, this expression of what you truly want or what you truly need uh, is very often a problem for people. Even though we think we've got it all figured out in our minds, but our minds are not the ones that are actually ruling this. It's this self-awareness and the totality of of us understanding or having a good sense of self and uh, uh, you know sort of being honest and truthful in the expression that prevents you from you know absorbing toxicity on all levels I mean even uh, things such as uh, contaminants and so forth how can this lead to that because when you are more present in yourself you have a much higher level of functioning inner guidance and you will feel for instance um, you know you you have a tendency to be at the right time at the right place you, you have all these synchronicities that happen in your life and you will feel when something really isn't good for you way before it actually damages or can damage you you know you'll just you know, sort of intuitively know that, uh, you know, say going to this party or something is not going to be good for your energy or um, hanging out too long at a certain place or, uh, you know, um, going into a certain restaurant and it doesn't feel right. Okay, those are all things that um, belong into the category of protecting yourself from toxicity. So this this energetic sensitivity that we all have that needs to be trained so that we can utilize it uh, is what ultimately what can protect us. Got it. Well, I guess the f last question I have for you both is what are two things that a person can do this week to raise their energy in the middle of crazy? We just talked about it before, cut over it a little bit, but is there any affirmation that a person can say? Because one of your Heart Warriors program I love is when you go into this very deep state and you go right to the light and the source within yourself and you connect with that. So is that one of the things? Like, what are like two things a person can do to really like reconnect with themselves and keep themselves strong and protected? Yes, I mean that's 
always yeah, something that you want to do. Right, right now, um, specifically, it, it's almost like a new era has begun. We are all realizing that whatever it is that is going on in the world and in our lives, um, you know, it really isn't so much determined by the outside. It, it, it looks like it's, but it's not. We are how to move into self-responsibility. And so this, uh, the, the, the best way really uh, to, to work with this um, is to recognize that it's an inside job. We have to go within mm -hmm. ourselves. And, you know, if there are things such as recurring patterns in our lives, you know, like you mentioned toxic people, for instance, or toxic relationships, right? They don't just pop out, uh, out of the blue. It, this is typically something that happens to people over and over and over again. So to recognize that there are patterns at work that only we really can change. And then it's through changing us. And that is, you know, that we are actually the change that we are looking for. So to, to see that all this has to come from within, you know, utilizing obviously mindfulness and meditation and so forth that connects us within in a way that we can see the things that, you know, that I just mentioned where we are not congruent, where we are just really conflicted uh, still about things or where we are angry about things or where we can't let go of things, all right? So it's really this, this allowing myself to let go of all the things that I resist. And instead of going against something, like say politics or the boss in the company or the tax system or whatever, instead of latching on to something that is not working, to go within and improve the inner workings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, short, I would say short answer on my, my side would say don't watch the news for a whole week uh, at all, uh, even uh, uh, say the serenity prayer at least 10 times a day and that'll, that'll help. You know, it'll remind you exactly what Yona just talked about, you know, letting go of those things we can't control, letting go of the things we're resisting, because most of those are very that. So by letting go of the drama of some of the stuff around us, by separating ourselves from that that feed of intensity, and then also enhancing that inner side by just saying little things like those kind of prayers, it, it actually helps tremendously. It gets your focus different. All right. Well, everyone, that concludes today's edition of Heart Warriors Radio. I utilized uh, praying to Jesus Christ in order to not say anything unintelligent, in order to not interrupt the wonderful stream of consciousness from Jeff Casper and Yona. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just kidding. I pray. I prayed to a rock. Jesus was not present at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I want to thank our amazing hosts, Jeff Casper and Yona Brindis. You can learn more about, that, more about them by going to the website at transcodes.com. Learn more about Hardware's Radio by going to outerlimitsradio.com. We will see you back here next week and wish all of you an abundance of love, light, and peace. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.